as you were saying. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. titty butthole. <laughs> yeah, to our one French listener who is my friend Mike from Paris, if he's even listening. Uh, sorry, bud. Or potential one. Yeah, potentially. You know, we're going to speak in one. potentials here. Jerry Lewis is a loser. <laughs> so what's funny is so mike is from paris grew up in france his whole life born and raised in france moved here uh in his mid to late 20s no in his late 20s because he's and he's only a couple years younger than me um he if you looked at his interests you would think that he grew up in like georgia like he likes wrestling he likes Cheese, like cheeseburgers are his favorite food. Wrestling is like one of his favorite things. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And um, what is that fucking fighting game that's his favorite fight? His favorite video game is um, King of the Fighters, I think. No, Fatal Fury. Fatal Fury. So my question is, his exposure on wrestling, was it like Hogan or Flair? Uh, Hogan. Okay, I figured but... he did like he did like NWO though. He was he was he saw WCW as well, but like Hogan was like us, Hogan was who he initially saw. Right. So yeah, I guess that would be more northeast, but no, well, I mean France has probably arguably the all time greatest wrestler of all, you know. Yeah. Under under the giant. Yeah. 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 No, Hornswoggle. No, he's a uh, what what does he go by now? Swoggle? swoggle just swoggle yeah just swoggle yeah and for, and for a short man he was in that leprechaun remake uh callbacks to actually I guess it was a reboot callbacks to uh last episode oh shit yeah, yeah like, I, like he didn't even speak it was just an evil leprechaun killing people they couldn't even make him do the lucky charms line nope oh man uh well bob's disappeared and all i say is an elbow yeah, try to get my dog to come back in here. I wasn't I sure if that was his elbow or his asshole because I can't tell the difference between. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> not sure where Scrappy went. He's he's walking around somewhere in the house. I'm just making sure he's not, you know. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he'll be all right. There's a ladder in the in the living room. I just don't want him to knock it over onto himself because that would suck. Well, maybe he'll climb it and get the briefcase. Well, and uh, you'll have a contract no, for a no, championship no, match. Fine. A dog dog chain on a pole match or something. <laughs> dog pole on a chain. Kibble kibble on a pole match. Yeah. Judy Bagwell on a on a ladder match. On a leash match. Yeah. Where she belonged, like the bitch she was. <laughs> oh, man. And there go all of our female listeners. No. Nah, just Except Judy Bagwell. Are, Except for the couple that are into that kind of thing. What just Judy they? Bagwell and possibly buff. I don't know. Yeah, you know, yeah, our he famous might, Buff Bagwell. Yeah, he might get offended about you know calling out on his mom. Uh he. It's not actually him listening anyway. It's just someone that listens for him. Oh, okay, right. like this yeah. Twitter. <laughs> yeah, slide, mm. slide that little joke in there. Yeah, for like two of us to get. Um, Rich, you heard about that, right? So Buff, do you do you know remember who Buff Bagwell is? All right, so he has a Twitter, and he eventually he apparently got called out, and it was true. He was having somebody else run his account because somebody, I guess, somebody asked him something about what he said, and he had no fucking clue what they were talking about or something like that. 
and so he ended up uh wasn't he just twittering positive things not too long ago too or was yeah. that, I thought that, was well, that that's what it was though it, oh, it, it was yeah he was posting positive things and and uh apparently i guess somebody asked him about it and He's like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I noticed over time because, like, I know, I know he's one I never really followed, but like, I would see his stuff come through, obviously, for liking all the other wrestling stuff. And then, and over time, I was like, man, this really changed. Like, has he like had like <laughs> some kind of existential life moment? But it was almost like, like you said, like someone else is writing it for him or running it for him. That's like, this is really, really weird. He started and, uh, DDP yoga too. That's yeah. a powerful shit. Well, yeah, you guys, you guys know like the whole uh, Cowboys and Angels thing, right? With him? No. Have you never heard about this with him? No. Okay, so uh, I kind of tell you when, but several years ago now. Well, I guess whenever he's uh, needing a dollar, he uh, made a posting on a website that essentially uh, was for renting him out. And I'll let you figure oh. out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so he was a uh, he was a hooker. Mm-hmm. He was a hoa of the male kind, so whatever you want to call that. So a the website, website still exists too, so we can't do cowboysforangels.com because it's still uh still <laughs> oh geez. but that was the website he was supposedly on. Oh no, he's still there. Is he really? <laughs> Here you go. How much street, does it cost? Maybe we can on the show. More women. <laughs> maybe maybe we can we can buy him on there and get him to come on the show. Yeah, the picture's from 2014, so uh, I, I don't know if he's still. Uh, I don't give a shit. I just want to ask him about Chupacabra. <laughs> is that is that a position? I don't know. That. <laughs> so what's uh, what's your take on the? Uh... Oh yeah, that is wow. Look at that. <laughs> oh bitch! I'm not clicking on that because it's gonna fuck up my algorithm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna fall right in line. <laughs> I don't listen. I don't want to click on anything that says Cowboys on it unless it says Cowboys suck. Oh, that's that's a good well, point. That's, that's what the you know is an escort site. Uh, that's true. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to to bail out for a minute, guys. I gotta see what uh, Scrappy's he's going nuts like somebody's out in the yard. So. Right, we'll hold the fourth down for you. Yeah, I'm gonna go grab a baseball bat. I'll be right back. Spuff <laughs> Bagwell or Chupacabra. Yeah, that was a quick order. Just uh, it's like a thirty minutes or free type thing. We just happened to send it to his house. Oh man! I try and pull my order. Yeah, well, I mean, you're, you're more than welcome to get more. <laughs> That's okay. Oh man, yeah. The uh, I don't know if, uh, any any. Uh, I know you had your uh, fun events over the, over the weekend there, but. Uh, Catch any shows, movies, or anything? Um, let me see. I'm caught up on Stargirl. That's a very good series on uh, CW. Um, excuse me. Uh, the JSA. So it's like the old school Justice League. Mm -hmm. They've all been like given over to new teenage kids because it's a CW show, but it's entertaining. Started out on um, that DC app that they had before HBO Max. And then it made the jump on the regular TV. Uh, I also found out that Doom Patrol did get picked up for another season, which is like one of the best TV shows that nobody watches. That's also on HBO Max. That's enough that uh got another season out of it. Yeah, yeah, it's up to four now, I think. <laughs> That's cool. And, um, what else did I watch? I, I'm 
caught up on she there's too much stuff to watch now i'm caught up on she hawk that was an entertaining show uh the beavis somebody thing me and bob keep talking about yeah i need to dive it's into really that good. it's 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 fantastic they went to um some place in texas that's right up to the uh the next time zone thing so they think they can go back and forwards in time by crossing the time zone <laughs> and, uh, it was it was good it was entertaining they're just stupid and it's it's stupid in a fun way oh and then the other episode because they're always they're still the you get two 15 minute episodes per episode mm-hmm. um a weird girl falls in love with beavis and uh yeah, that was fun. And so, are they releasing one a week through Paramount, or? Yeah, yes, I think it's one. Week. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, no, that's quite. That's just one. I was like, I, I don't know. We're between basically this and then like all the kids' extracurriculars work is just. I mean, it's just that's about it. <laughs> so, my uh, entertainment times. We still, you know, like I said, we're 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 going through Scrubs. So we just knocked out season two. Finished that up last night. So, we'll uh, probably do season three here, starting that again soon here. But no, other than that, just uh, really hadn't watched anything. Well, Bob's back with a ball bat, and it's red. Yeah, just in case you thought I was kidding, I did grab a bat. Now, is, he, that, is that red paint, or is it? Um, uh, we're not going to discuss that. Um, <laughs> this episode's not being put on YouTube, right? Nope. Uh, I believe the correct term is bloop. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, it, it, it was a coyote. Oh, got in a yard or? Yeah. So he was, uh, he wanted to either go be friends with it or go fight it. I don't know, but we went out and it ran away. Down in Florida, aren't there just those people that take people across the border, isn't it? Well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> we have like legit, like wild animal coyotes that uh, run around the neighborhood and stuff. I was going to so. say, we got a bunch of those too. Yeah. I just get foxes. I fucking love foxes, man. I wish I could have a pet fox. You can. They smell. Yeah, you're allowed. You I think you're allowed to. You get them descented, right? They love bats. I, mean, I don't know. It works. Well, I don't know. I would try to have a, a, a pet fox, and I would name it Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there you have it, guys. Right. Well, yeah, yeah but that's if it's a if it's a boy, the girl you name it Jennifer Love Hewitt. Now I was looking. I read an article, and I, I, it's hard to uh, find. But there was an uh, when, where was this? Um, I only read them for the articles. Now we had a uh, back, and I can't remember when this was, but there was a wolf killed here some some time ago. Oh. Yeah, uh, I was just about to say I, I just fired up the PS5 for the first time in a while, and I was gonna play more Stray, and then found out that um, Tokyo Jungle you can play again if you have one of the levels of uh, PS Now, which is that um, it was out for the PS3 uh, as a download. I forget what they call it, the PlayStation, whatever PlayStation Network games. Mm-hmm. But you play a series of animals. You start out as a Pomeranian, and it's post. Um, apocalyptic tokyo so there's no humans left and you have to survive on your own so you're out there hunting other animals and then um building up your rank so you can get a better mate so you can do your uh your lifeline like and if you can pass on your traits to your kids 
Oh. You can survive as long as you can. So I actually used to have that for PS3 on a disc. I had the, um, yeah. it was a PS best of PSN collection or something. It was like that and um, some Viking game and something else. Um, but that's it. You want to play a, a game that's similar but weirder because it's super Japanese is uh, Cube of War for the GameCube. I played Cube of War. I love that game so much. I like Tokyo Jungle better. Do you? Yeah. I might have to. I might have to see if I can figure out a way to to play that again. You'll have to. I might have checked that one out. Bob, I remember you showing me Cube of War. That's a that's an interesting one. I still kick myself every day for not buying that instead of fucking Super Monkey Ball. Because it was down between those two games. I was at the Defert Mall at the at the uh, Babbage's or Software Etc. Whatever the fuck it was upstairs. That was right next to the food court, next to my favorite muffin, and um, uh, and it was a day you you had come home from Kentucky. I think it was when you were proposing to Danielle, and that very day I chose Super Monkey Ball over Cubivore. So you made a good decision, and I made a poor one, <laughs> as you know, par for the course. God, that was almost twenty years ago. Yeah. I think I like playing Super Monkey Ball better. I don't know, man. Like Super Monkey Ball is okay, but like hindsight being twenty twenty, Cubivore is. I mean, it's worth a lot more, but also yeah, it's just. You would have sold it before it was worth a lot more, though. You're not wrong. I probably i I don't think I would have appreciated it back then because yeah. I wasn't as weird as I am now. I think the difference too on games like that, especially the survival ones, is that you really have to be in the mood. Yeah, to like get into those, and and then you, then you can like it's a time suck. Then you could really play those for hours upon hours. Super Monkey Ball is a good game because you can like it's almost like playing pinball. Like you can play for fifteen minutes, not play for a week, go back into it like little spells, but never really grow tired of it because unless unless you just like you know I'll keep you know play constantly, but right, I don't know. I can see you know survival games is pretty easy to burn out pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I, the night the cool thing about um about Cubivore is it's just one of those games where like if I was if you're in the mood to just relax, it's not a super stressful game. Like it can be dependent upon how you're playing it, but for me, it was just one of those games where like oh, I just really want to just relax and just not think, and I could just put that in, play that, and just relax. You know? Right, right. Of course, now it's like eight hundred dollars for the disc, so. Yeah, I found a nine was a uh, a copy on eBay that was like a a nine point two uh, graded for like fourteen hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm not paying <laughs> that much for fucking for a GameCube game. Sorry for any game really. Like I'm not I'm not paying that much. Yeah, I'm not. That's yeah. I don't know. That's I wonder. I wonder how much needs to be translated from the Japanese one because the Japanese version is super duper easy to get cheap like 27 bucks complete so why don't you just learn japanese i tried it's fucking hard man japanese I, is fucking ridiculously hard i just put an optical disc emulator in my gamecube a while ago i just played off of that less than 100 bucks and there's no soldering required really yeah okay so then that's what i'll do and then i'll be able to play it so all right that's and I've been looking at that because I've been looking. I was thinking about doing that with the Saturn, and I was thinking about doing that with the GameCube. 
because it's just so much cheaper. I went with the GameCube first because you can burn stuff on the Saturn. I have a the hell's an action replay, a modded action. Well, I don't even think you need to mod it, but I modded it to make it easier. Custom firmware. Oh, uh, Rich, you were talking about the. And uh, I might have to send some shit up to you, Rich. You were talking about the optical uh, emulator. Mm-hmm. That and that reminded me of an article I read this morning. Have you guys um, heard about the Folio Phototonics? Uh, with their cheap, now with their cheap one terabyte optical discs, they're supposed to hit in twenty twenty four. Fuck off, really? Have you heard about that, Rich? No, no, I have not. Yeah, so it's a startup company. Uh, I can't remember what I read it on, uh, but I'm I've just opened up a Tech Radar article right now. I'll uh, share it with you guys, but. Um, yeah, uh, Folio Phototonics um, is like I guess some like weird startup, but apparently they figured out some way to, um, you know, go from the traditional three optical layers per side to up to sixteen um, to each service of a disc, which could uh, supposedly increase capacity to a terabyte. And they're going to sell them in some type of cartridge format. Um, not entirely certain. Certain it kind of reminded me of like a UMD in a yeah. way. Yeah, it's um, yeah, but it's uh, it's pretty neat. I don't know if it goes off the ground or not, but let me uh, I'll throw this your way. Pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, they said right now it's at three dollars a terabyte media cost with roadmaps to less than a dollar per terabyte. I wonder what the read rate time is though. Yeah, that's my. Yeah, thing. I know. I, I'd wanted that too. I, I to me, I don't know if it's more meant for. I think it just meant as a storage solution. Yeah. You know, I, backups and stuff to kind of get away from, you know, tapes and whatever else is still being used. But yeah. that I, I think because I'd read an article about the um, there's a guy that runs floppydisks.com. Apparently, he, was, he made a, a purchase of a million floppy disks over a decade ago uh, from Sony and has been selling them to companies ever since. And like the his most frequent like vendor was uh, airline companies because apparently the seven forty sevens which were like retired I think finally last year mm-hmm. were uh, still using those uh, three and a halfs for um, updated nav. <laughs> Sounds about right. So, well, you, well, you know, uh, you know how it is. <laughs> uh, the United States Air Force when I was when I was still in in two thousand nine. Um, well, 2008 is when they started retiring um, the last of the KC-135E models, which that was a modified seven Boeing 707. And a lot of we had tail numbers, which tail numbers indicate what year it was made. We had tail numbers back from the 50s. Mm-hmm. So you're talking old ass technology that's flying around and, and doing stuff up there. Um, I mean, obviously they retrofit it, you know, they put, they've got computers and like onboard computers and, and they update different, uh, systems, but there's only so much you can do on what they are. Uh, yeah, it's, it's I'm quite not surprised a, that floppies are still being used. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and, and not in mass necessarily, but in pretty important things, you know, airplanes, military, what have you. Um, in fact, uh, it reminded me of something else too. Uh, whenever the um, people started filing mass unemployment um, back a couple of years ago with uh, COVID, now New Jersey came up because a lot of the main state financial systems were still uh, uh, running uh, COBOL-based programs. Jesus. And 
because of that, a lot of their workforce had obviously retired out. Right. And because of the influx and demand, they actually were putting out articles trying to get people to come back <laughs> to work because, you know, uh, a lot of people are like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, like they had no idea what to do with it. So, yeah, that sounds about right. That tracks. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. That's funny. That's really fun. Like, how are. Well, it's the government, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Yep. I'm just. It flabbergasts me sometimes. Like, I think about how behind some of this technology is and how absolutely, completely fucked we are if there's any kind of real, like, major issue that ever happens. I mean, in that, that's one of them right there, you know, and you think about it, like we talk about it all the time, how the infrastructure needs to be updated in the country and how, you know, there's all kinds of things that need to be re like fixed. And at the same time, like, that's why I have such a hard time believing so many of the conspiracy theories I hear about, oh, the government's doing this and the government's doing that because we <laughs> The government's not that fucking competent. No. You know, like, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, all these people, oh, 9 11 was an inside job. They used debt cord and they used this and that. No, motherfucker. They're not that smart. Okay. <laughs> I wish the government was so in control of things that they could coordinate with other governments that we're not friendly with, like the fucking Russians. That, oh, hey, guys, listen. We really want to fuck over our people. So we're going to fake like there's a pandemic and we want you guys to get in on it too. And nobody's going to fucking say anything to anybody. Right. That's how that's going to fuck up. China's not going to be like, yo, fucking America's over there fucking up. There's nothing going on, guys. You know what I mean? Like that kind of shit drives me absolutely batshit insane to think that everybody can get, we can't get on the fucking same point, like the same wavelength for fucking anything. No, no. The uh, all the world governments are going to get together and fake a fucking pandemic. Are you fucking stupid? The like um, there's there's proof that nine eleven was an inside job on Hunter Biden's laptop, though. <laughs> I don't know. I heard there's some kind of job on there, but I don't think it's that. Yeah. Um. But no, I was trying. I was sorry. I was reading an article though, because uh, it reminded me of the floppy thing. We're talking about military stuff. You guys. I'm sure you're well aware of this. Um, this was the 2019. It was supposed to be phased out in 2017, but the um, the uh, USA Strategic uh, Automated Command and Control System um, they at the time had been using um, eight-inch floppies to coordinate the uh, country's nuke forces. Yeah, yeah. So Again, yeah, <laughs> this is why like all these fucking conspiracies I, I just like i'm like dude you guys are living in fucking fantasy land i wish i wish the government was that in control i wish they they actually knew what the fuck they were doing to such a degree that they could actually pull that shit off but they're, they're, they're taking orders from the reptilians though who know what they're doing so well that's true but the reptilians are in control of their own technology they still make they still make us work off of shit nwo yeah hogan hall nash yeah <laughs> That that giant fucking horse or fire breathing horse statue out at at Denver, but it was airport. You know, reading that about the uh, the eight inch floppies, and I don't know why. I guess because of you know the age of that equipment reminded me of uh, war games. I was to say it turned you on, uh, and I'm not talking about the. I've seen some videos with some eight inch floppies. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, 
who hasn't? <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, no, I dude, yeah, it, it's it's insane to me that 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 technology is still being used in the 21st century, let alone up to 2017. Like that shit should have been gone back in the 90s. We there's so many different media formats that could have been used that were so much better. But no, no, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and stick with uh, with eight inch floppies. Yeah, I mean, their whole point was that it was uh, disconnected completely, but still, still to that, I mean, there was a lot of devices that were still disconnected. Right. <laughs> and there's, you know what, and there's a hell of a lot worse failure rate in that than some other stuff they could use. <laughs> hey, guys, I <laughs> I ruined the read-write capability. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> By the way, guys, um, 8inchfloppies.com is available. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> so, so that's a thing. I'm uh, I'm very tempted right now. Gotta be, I, gotta be I, careful I, with that. It's got, a, it's got, a, it's got a number in it though. Yeah, and people might type it out. Well, okay. Well, let's let's check the other one. Let's check it spelled that way. Uh, <laughs> so now, do we spell it? F L O P P I E S or F L O P P Y S. That's, I mean, what's the proper? It's got to be I uh, P P I E S, right? Yeah, I think it's I E S. I'm gonna try it with with a Y. Okay, so so far eight inch. If you spell eight out, it's it's a it's still available. Let's try. Bobby disk is with a Y. Yeah. Yeah. We're thinking about the uh, either the, way the, the, the plural. plural form. Either oh. way, it's it's available if you spell out eight or if you use the number eight, and then if you uh, use PPY or PPIES, it's they're both all four are available. Three. Yeah, so just saying. Hmm. Just saying. <laughs> what a big floppy <laughs> donkey dick is available. <laughs> I'm just gonna search that. Hmm. Go ahead, Rich. <laughs> Just open up a bookmark and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even have to check. He just he knows. He knows. Um so I came across something the other day that that I sent you guys, and I don't know if you both looked at it or not, but um Neil deGrasse Tyson was on was it Colbert, I think. And um he he dropped the bomb that apparently wasn't really a bomb because it's been known for a long time according to the website that I, the article I found from 2013, but ET is a plant. Yes. I didn't fucking know that. And I did yeah. not know that he was. You have, you have to enlighten me on this. And I did, I did see your thing. Cause I made a joke about them being high, but yeah, well, um, I mean, they were, let's not, <laughs> let's not mince any words here. Okay. They were, they were high as a kite when they were at that shit. But, um, yeah, so apparently he is a plant creature. And Neil deGrasse Tyson said he was talking with Steven Spielberg, and Steven Spielberg told him that, yes, he was indeed a plant. Um, as evidenced by, and Rich, I think you said this in the, was it, or, or maybe you did, the uh, the ride, the ET ride at Universal. Yeah, I was going to say, that's how I knew about it, because I think it came out around the time of the ride. Yeah, so part of the reason why the ride has so many plants in it when he gets back home, like to his home planet, is because he's a plant. And so like all these wild flowers and shit are growing and it's just, it's 
fucking sad is. He's actually that alien that took over uh, the 24 guy's dad in that movie. Donald. What the fuck are you talking about? Invasion of the Body Snatchers and the remake of that. Yeah. I I didn't see it. He points to the thing and they scream real loud. I got no idea, man. That was a great movie. Yeah, I mean, I'll have to look into that. Yeah, that was a, what is that? That was, what, 77, 78? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing that one. Now, I get confused. Leonard Leonard Nimoy, I think, was in that one, too? Or was he in the remake of the remake of the remake? Oh, gosh, man. I remember seeing the 70s version. Because the original was in the 50s, wasn't it? Yeah, yes. Um, If original was 56, uh, let's see. See the yeah, it's okay. It was remade three times or all, more than that. Uh, no, 78, 93, 2007. Yeah, so the three remakes on top of the original. Um, so oh, apparently, far. uh, I forgot that Jeff Goldblum was in it too. So Leonard Nimoy wasn't it. So Don's other than Leonard Nimoy and Jeff Goldblum hmm. in the 70s. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Jeff Goldblum was in that one. So in the in the uh, in the there's a famous meme of. Donald Sutherland pointing out with his mouth open in the white. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Now I get. Now I know what you're talking about. But I, yeah. yeah, I still never seen that movie, but I've I've seen that scene at least. Anyway, uh, the aliens and all the invasions of the potty snatchers were plants. Okay. Yeah. Well, so this so uh, you see a cartoon with a pod that's that's a callback to the invasion of the body snatchers. Okay. Yeah. So when I. When I found out the thing about E.T. being a plant, I had to search it and find out what the fuck that was about and whether this was like a joke or, or what it was. Or, But it, it led me to this article, which I apologize. It, it wasn't 2013. This is 2012. Gizmodo, uh, Charlie Jane Anders posted 11 weird facts that you didn't know about E.T. So I'm not going to go through all of them. But, um, so, but there's a couple that are pretty interesting. Like... The screenwriter, who didn't want to write it, by the way, um, asked Harrison Ford's sons what powers E.T. should have. So his, his two sons, Willard and Benjamin, um, and they said telepathy, telekinetic powers, and healing. Uh, so that's how he got those. E.T.'s neither male nor female because he's a plant. Um, his legs were a boy who had no legs in real life in some scenes, uh, and he could walk on his hands, so they used his hands. Like, and that's where he was E.T. when E.T. got drunk. Mm. So, um, let's see. E.T. was Spielberg's response to the stalled space program. He said, uh, if, this, if the government won't fund the space program to allow people's imagination to soar, then all I can do is make movies that bring space down to Earth and make it more accessible to the imagination. Um. An early draft of the script had E.T. healing Jr. from Dallas. (laughs) So that's kind of fucking weird. Um, Henry Thomas had a hard time saying penis breath. He said uh, he was brought up to believe that kids didn't say things like that. But he decided in the end that it was two anatomical terms together so his grandmother would probably be okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Harrison Ford was supposed to play a bit part but it got cut he was supposed to be the principal of the school um, and then they tested out multiple titles for the film including Upon a Star E.T. and Me and The Landing um, 
and they also didn't think that people would think of ET as an abbreviation for extraterrestrial, which is why they called it ET, the extraterrestrial, which I wouldn't, you know, I mean, we wouldn't, have, we were super young back then too. So we wouldn't have even thought about it. In one of the Cheech and Chong movies, they had a spoof of that called the uh, ET, the extra testicle. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered where the fuck that came from. Cause I remember hearing that ET, yeah, the uh, extra testicle. ET still, or I mean, um, Cheech and Chong still smoking, I think was the one that had it. Okay. Okay. And then there's one more that was um, Ralph McQuarrie was originally going to, it was going to be a, a, a flat flying saucer shaped spaceship for ET, but he, Ralph McQuarrie came up with the diving bell shaped uh, ship. So, um, M&M's also famously turned down the, uh, yeah, M&M's first and they said, nope. And then Reese's got it and then made millions off of the uh, product placement. Yep. Yep. Which makes sense, you know, Eminem Mars, but they didn't want to play into it because they're fucking stupid. And then famously, they had the Atari game where they made more games than they had Atari consoles because they thought it'd be a, a console seller on uh, the holidays. Yeah. And uh, they buried them all in the New Mexico. Yeah, the old the old landfill there. Yeah. And your, uh, your favorite YouTuber, uh, the Angry Video Game Nerd, among many others, has films on that. That's what uh, his movie was based around. Yeah. So, um, Tom, this one, this note uh, that I saw today, you'll you'll get a pop out of. I don't know, Richie. I don't think you'll really give a shit about it. Although I do appreciate you wearing an Eagle shirt today for Football Sunday. Go Birds! Just whoop the shit out of the fucking uh, hapless Washington Commanders and sacked Carson Wentz nine times. But did you see that uh, during the Lions game, Jamal Williams did the Hingle McCringleberry dance? And got, oh, no. He was fined. No. Penalized, I mean. Yeah, he no. did the, the three, uh, the famous three pelvic thrusts. <laughs> got, or got uh, got penalized. We're, we're watching the, uh, the, the Broncos uh, Niners game, and uh, that just is on now. But the uh, whenever they they do the, uh, uh, I don't know, you're, you're, you're familiar with the East West skits on Key and Peel, right, Rich? Oh, have you never seen those? Oh, uh, you have to, you have to look them up. But it's basically just Key and Peel like dressing up as different people and like stating who they are and what college they went to. And it's hysterical because the longer it's gone on, like the real NFL games have started to become a skit now because like these players are just like. You know, they sound like they're just making fun of themselves now. And their names are just so outlandish. But, uh, <laughs> what in the world was that? I was, looking, I was looking up to see what Hingle and the Kringleberry. Oh, was. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, but that the whole thing is, uh, it's pretty awesome. Those, I was telling Rich about the East West skits. Yeah. They're, they're fantastic. That's, that is one of my favorite. And, and what's funny is I've, showed like I've, I've showed people at work that because they hadn't heard of it and like because we have some people that that grew up in very conservative homes that are finally starting to spread their wings uh now that they've been corrupted by us it, it's funny it's because they're it so the one girl in particular she went with me to see clerks three and she was raised in like a super christian household and was very uh she was like went to a christian school and everything and was super conservative and she really she was watching clerks too 
And she goes, I really relate to Elias. And then <laughs> to the donkey show. And she sends me, I don't relate with Elias. I don't relate with Elias. <laughs> but um, she had never seen it. So I had to show it to her and she was cracking the fuck up the whole time. But um, but yeah, that's that's probably some of the funniest bits that they did is any pretty much anything where they were talking about names like the the uh, substitute teacher with Oshag Hennessy and and AA Ron AA Ron uh, the East West Bowl the the Hinkleman Kringleberry obviously comes from that and then they did a couple scenes with him playing football and getting penalized um, that was that was an underrated show by the way oh yeah oh yeah donkey teeth <laughs> the artist formerly known as mouse cop <laughs> dan smith byu a.a <laughs> rod rodgers oh man now it's uh it's funny i was actually flipping through a couple of these other like random facts going back to uh et stuff real quick found another website um it was in the theaters for over a year it's unheard of, especially nowadays. Yeah. Um, it was actually shot in chronological order. Um, that's I really? heard of now. Yeah. Yeah, nobody does it anymore. No. Uh, all this one I thought was pretty cool. All the doctors in the movie are actual doctors and nurses. <laughs> um, and it was supposed uh, Spielberg. Uh, his rationale was to ensure that the dialogue was genuine. Um, pretty cool. I don't know. Pretty neat stuff. I don't know. That's one of those movies I really don't think about too often. So that was pretty yeah, cool. Threw that our way. I, dude, honestly, I couldn't even tell you the last time I watched it. Yeah, I think I was probably, it's probably when I was a little kid because it's just never, I, I never really gave a shit about it. I, I played. Drew Barrymore was actually drunk while she was doing ET too, even though she was like nine. Yeah, she was, wasn't she like five in that movie? She was a kid then, yeah, like a young, yeah, young kid. She's super young. Let's see, yeah, she was like what six, seven years old. At ten, she took up marijuana, and by twelve, she began snorting cocaine. Yeah, she was seven in in ET, so she wasn't drunk yet. I just said she was doing marijuana at 10 and snorting cooking at 12. You can start uh, drinking at 7 if you're going to do that later. <laughs> Dude, that is insane that she was doing... Wow. That's Hard life. crazy. 47 now. And she looks good. Nah. Oh, I'm not saying she's... <laughs> Rich is like, nope. <laughs> Damn, Richie's Richie's fucking cold. He's hitting himself in the head with a Game Boy case. Ah, uh, it's just styrofoam. Uh, Actually, I don't know what it's from. The inside of a Game Boy case could be. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we know it's not his heart. Nope. No, that 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 long gone, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Drew Barrymore, what a fucking slag. It's <laughs> 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 like. <laughs> Maybe a two at best. <laughs> I don't know with somebody else too. We were I don't know why we were talking about her, but he brought up that she was uh one of the Oh Jesus Christ. Like a Harley Quinn type role in Batman and Robin. For Two Face. She was one of the, the girls there. Really? Yeah. 
She had like three lines in the movie, but she was there. Get out. Huh. Wait, for Two-Face. Oh, yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah she is. I, compl- I completely forgot about that until you just said, yeah, because it was Sugar and Spice. Yeah, I forget which one she was. Yeah, and there was the one that the one that was like the good one that was dressed up like an angel, and then there's one that was in like bondage gear. Yep. Like black leather. Shit, I completely forgot about that until, wow. Okay. No oh, shit. that's right. Dude, Holy yeah, crap, I, yeah. I just had to look that back up. I forgot all about that. I didn't even type it, but after I started thinking about it, I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. See, I never think about that movie other than I don't even know if I ever really think about it. Uh, you know. That was for a while. That was my oh, favorite Batman cool. movie. I had it on VHS and I watched it a million times and I just but I just completely forgot about that. Huh. That last one was really good with the Riddler and uh the vampire kid. With with Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Yeah. It, I thought it was okay. I um I, don't know, I guess it was better than the Christian Bale. I like What do you uh, mean? I like Dark Knight. Dark Knight's probably well, Dark Knight's really good, and I like the original eighty nine one with uh Michael Keaton. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, the eighty nine one's good. Oh yeah, uh the soundtrack. That's why I've, I don't know why my brain just blipped for Batman Forever. That's the only reason why I ever think about that movie. Kiss yeah. from a rose. Yeah. Batman and Robin. Better parts of them were the soundtrack. And the soundtrack for both of them was really good. Um, well, the first Batman movie had a whole soundtrack by Prince. Which, yeah, that, that was awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, movie, I mean. But the movie was good for that, too. Yeah. You know, that wasn't just like, oh, hey, we're going to put out a, a soundtrack. Guess we better make a movie for it. Not that I'm saying there's better podcasts than ours, but there's a podcast called The Soundtracker where he goes through uh, soundtracks with original songs. And he just, well, not just did, but he did a Batman one that was really good. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, speaking of of other soundtracks, of other, yeah, other soundtracks, of other uh, podcasts that, uh, you know, I'm going to shill for, uh, the the one that the, the Kelsey brothers are doing, the um, New Heights, is really Oh, yeah, Jason and Travis. Yeah, really good. I was cracking up listening to them. Who are the Kelsey brothers? Uh, so tr- Jason Kelsey plays center for the Eagles, and wow. Travis Kelsey plays tight end for the Chiefs. Yeah, Jason Kelsey is the one that dressed like a mummer during yeah. the um, Super Bowl parade. He's a he's a crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny too because like his brother speaks with like that. Like, you know how Eminem has that, like, black affectation to his voice, like, when he speaks? Like, how he pronounces certain things and stuff. Like, that's... Why you gotta bring race into everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, that it, it's funny, because that's how Travis talks. But then Jason's, like, completely different. Jason's, like, just Midwest white boy. Yeah, I was gonna say, he almost has the country boy. Not not yeah. no, not the southern twang, well, but... Tom Hanks kids too. He's got the one that looks exactly like him. That's a nice, uh, you know, actor kid. And then he's got the other one that's you Chet. Know, yes. Yeah. Which he doomed that kid from the start, naming him fucking Chet. Name me a Chet that actually turned out to be a decent human being. Um, I can't fucking think of one. Isn't there a, uh, 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 a country singer Chet Chet Atkins or something? Uh, Chet Lemon, uh, the famous uh, baseball player. 
the only lemon I know yeah. is Miller Lark. Oh, I forgot about Chet Lemon. Yeah, hit, hit 200 home runs in his career. I mean, he's, you know, some fame. Right, so he's okay. So he's okay. Meadowlark Lemon is awesome. The brother from Weird Science, he was Chet. Yeah, he was a shitbag. That's why he got turned into that, like, bunching <laughs> turd monster. He was just trying to make sure his brother grew up decent. Yeah, well, he was a shitbag. Here, I, I just typed in uh, famous people named Chet, which is, <laughs> there you go. You ready for this? Um, yes, please. It is often a nickname for Chester. So here we go. Chester um, yeah, I'll let you uh, go on that one. But now you're right. Uh, but you guys said what Chet Atkins, right? Yeah, uh, well, Chet Atkins has been dead for 20 years. Okay. Um, uh, Chet Lemon, which I said who's and yeah, he is on this list. And then, uh, oh, thank you. And um, yeah, basically no one else. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it, man. Like it's so. Thank God that Chester Bennington didn't go by Chet because no, he's not on this list. Nope. Yeah, we'd be talking shit on him, but but he didn't, so that's good. Um, but then they go. Oh, you know what? They do get into some uh, fictional characters. So there's uh, also uh, Chet from Turbo. There's a uh, Chet. Uh, ooh, Chet, you betcha, from uh, the Fairly Odd Parents. Um, and then, of course, who? How can we forget Chet the Rocket Steadman from Rookie of the Year? Oh yeah, you know. yeah. It's been so long since I've seen that fucking movie. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. It's funny that I saw, um, I think it was Darren Rovel. I can't pronounce his last name. The sports, the sports reporter. Yeah. He um, posted, um, it had to do with like the anniversary of the, when that movie was filmed at Wrigley. And because I guess, you know, they filmed it during the regular season. So we're talking about it. And one of the artifacts he has is ticket stub from that game that it was filmed at, or I guess one of the games. And it's signed by Henry Rowengartner. That's awesome. Yeah. As, did he sign uh, it Henry Rowengartner? He, he signed it both. His real name and his... Um, yeah. That's cool. I, I thought that was pretty cool. I like that they sell Henry Rowengartner jerseys. Yeah. Except it's Cubs, so... Yeah. yeah. So there's Do no name on the back. you the one with the kid who could throw a fastball? There's a certain... Yes. Okay. Yeah. He, like, breaks his arm, and when, he, when yeah. his elbow which, heals, it's, the tendons are super tight. Which is really funny, because in the movie, he throws, like... You know, not to get dive too much into baseball here, but he throws what is like high nineties or something. Yeah, and it's supposed to be like, oh wow, this guy's coming from the bullpen. Like the Cincinnati Reds have a starter, I think, who just went like, I don't know, I don't know how many pitches in a row of over a hundred miles an hour. Well, this was pre uh, pre enhancements. Oh no, this was during that. Was it during <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the movie. I mean. Yeah, this is during all that. Yeah, ninety three. This was that was prime time for them doing enhancers and cocaine. Yep. Or as they called it, hot dogs and beer. Yep. No, no, that was just Babe Ruth. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention uh, one Mister Albert the Machine Pujols hitting number seven hundred. Yeah, which I hate is Cardinals, be posted but... like three or four months from now. So. It's no three or four weeks from now. Sorry, my uh, <laughs> doesn't really work that well right now. Um, yeah, I, but maybe we can yeah, because number seven hundred pretty cool. Um, yeah. I still think he's about five years older than what 
is um, told. <laughs> eh, that's all right. It reminds me of the, that picture from Benchwarmers. <laughs> <laughs> I am 12. <laughs> I forgot about that movie. I haven't seen that shit for so long. Well, what's his name? Was it? Well, no, he was always a douchebag. Um, Rob Schneider. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, I thought you were going to say John Lovitz. <laughs> no, because he's I in still, it too. I still love John Lovitz. In Napoleon Dynamite, is it the one with Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> it is. It is, bro. It is the. It's the guy from. He said he wasn't in it, but he's John Heater. Yeah, John Heater. Yeah, John Heater's in it. <laughs> Did you say the guy from Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe another movie he did other than Napoleon Dynamite, this one, and uh, Skating One. I've just never heard anyone ever refer to like the guy who plays Napoleon Dynamite as the guy from That's Napoleon Dynamite. Dynamite. He's in, he in that movie with Billy Bob Thornton. Which Bad Santa? <laughs> no. No, the one where he was... Sling Blade. Huh? Sling Blade. Yeah, Sling Blade. He was a mashed potato. Uh, no, that <laughs> one where... <laughs> The one where he went to school, school for scoundrels, I think it was called. Oh, where that sounds like a winner. He tried to. So John Heater was going to Billy Bob Thornton's class to teach him how to pick up women. But basically, Billy Bob Thornton's class was treat women like shit and then they'll love you. And so during the course of the movie, John Heater starts treating his girlfriend like shit and she breaks up with him and leaves him for Billy Bob Thornton. And then he's got to try and win her back. Hmm. So Billy Bob Thornton's giving him all this bad advice so that his girlfriend will leave him and come to him for class. To, for, uh, well, because yeah. Billy Bob's a scumbag. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. And then uh, when then John Heater um, famously um, runs the Philly special and helps us to win Super Bowl, win Super Bowl. Yeah. A, few years, you know, a few years later. So BDN. Yeah. D, big dick Napoleon yeah. Dynamite. That's right. Now I like before before he won us the Super Bowl though, he and um, he and Pedro were the starter and backup. When That's we right. Had Mark Sanchez. Sanchez. Yeah. Big dick uh, Nick and the Sanchez. We could do a whole other episode on the, the John Heater movies that aren't Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, it'll be ten minutes long. That long. <laughs> Yeah, much like his time in the spotlight. <laughs> hey, speaking of um, speaking of of the Sanchez though, did you see the the video today? The replay of the the butt punt. Mm -mm. So the the Dolphins and Bills were playing, and the I want to say the Dolphins were backed up into like their putter was punting pretty much from against the the goalpost, and the center got pushed back. And he punted the, the punter punted the ball and it hit him. It hit the, the center right in the asshole. <laughs> That's out of the back of the end zone. So they got it. The Bills got a safety. <laughs> then it was all downhill from there. Lace is out. Lace is out. Lace is out, man. <laughs> all right. Well, until next time, we have been the Noise Brigade. Check us out on 8inchfloppy.com, betterthemoses.com, bigbeefyshootyboys.com. Ask me about asquatch.com. USB, see you later. <laughs>